Hey, what's going on, beautiful people? This is your girl. It's me all alone today. Lonely. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I ain't lonely, man. I got a whole team behind me. Um, but it's good. It's good to be on the mic. Um, it's good to come on here and and share with y'all a, a tale, a little story. Um, today I'm going to share with you guys something about Women's Circle and my experience with Women's Circles. Um, and before I actually dive into it, welcome. If this is your first time tuning in to the Umami Conversation podcast, I want to say welcome to you. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, kindly subscribe, uh, follow, leave your comments and your reviews so that we could keep Umami conversation going and flowing for as long as it needs to be. Um, so yeah, today I'm going to dive into this convo with y'all or this story with y'all about women's circles. And as I said, some of y'all must, might be wondering, what is a woman's circle for those I don't know? So to make it very simple and easy, a woman's circle is a gathering of women created by women for women. (laughs) That's basically what it is. Um, and this, Women's Circle is actually has been around for many, 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 many years. Like we're talking about like before Christ type of thing. You know, we're talking about like probably over 250,000 years ago. I think I read that in one of my books there. It's been a while. And the way that these women would gather mostly would be during um, two of the two very important moon cycles, um, which is the new moon and the full moon. Now, I will go into details about what the new moon and the full moon is, but I will not this time around. Um, you could either go do some research or you could look for Yasmin Boland. Um, She is a monologist and she could give you um, a good explanation of that. Or you could wait for season two where we'll tap into spirituality and other stuff. All right. So um, yeah, as I said, these women's circles have been around for a very long time, even going back to like in Africa during times where um, young girls were becoming women and they would see their period, you know, they would bring them in these huts for a while and they would teach them. Like it's it's been around, it's been around. And I guess due to like the whole patriarchy, I don't know why I can't say that word. Patriarchy rise. Um, women's circles were really reduced, uh, where women were not gathering as much. But for the couple of for the past few years now, it seems like there has been, or there is actually not seems, but there is a rise of women as there is this rise of the feminine energy happening. So my experience with this um, woman's circle has been very, very interesting because I actually started a woman's circle in 2018, precisely April 2018, without even knowing that what I was creating was a woman's circle. And um, the reason why I created this I would initially was more of like a woman empowerment. I thought that's what it was. Um, it was more of like a woman gathering. 
um, was because I felt like women, we go through a lot of stuff and we don't really have a place to share it. You know, like you go to church, everybody in church is trying to be holier than thou. <laughs> Nobody's trying to like be real with each other, you know, and it was, it's, it, for me anyways, it was really hard to like open up and stuff. Right. So I just felt like, you know what, I'm sure I'm not the only person. I'm sure there's other women out there. So yeah, I did it. I took a bold step and created this event in my house. I had 11 women the first time around and, you know, we, we did the thing. We did a thing. We had food, we had two speakers. Uh, we had a vendor from Mary Kay. I had some music playing. I had a um, Doressa, man, this girl, she came and played, um, some music for us. Like it, it was, it was, it was a very beautiful moment amongst women. You know, we shared, we cried, we empowered each other. And after the event, you know, some of my girls were like baffled. They were like, yo, Ama, you're starting something and you got to keep going. So with their encouragement, I was like, you know what? Yeah, let me do a second one. So in September, 2018, the second one came um came about and this time you know we want to go bigger and brighter right so I, I i i rented out a venue and all of that stuff did some publicity outside you know um but funny enough on the day before there was like a tornado in ontario quebec and um and funny enough the venue that i um we were supposed to gather in actually um unfortunately were was um you know got hit it, it was that got damaged a bit so we couldn't gather there so see me like the day before this event I'm out in these streets trying to find a venue and lo and behold like around midnight or so I got a message that there was a venue available downtown so you know we did all we could went up or was it the day after I don't remember but all I knew we had a we had a we had a venue we went to the venue, did our thing. And, you know, although it was like a tornado that happened and the city was a bit like in shambles, um, these women still showed up. I had 20 something women show up, you know what I mean? And it really showed me that what I was doing was very needed. So we gathered. It was great. It was awesome. Well, I think I thought it was great. The feedback was also really good. So it's like I was vimmed up, you know, to keep going. And um, now I told myself that I'll be doing these gatherings twice every single year in April and in September. So April 2019 now comes and I do my third one. And yo, this one was bigger. <laughs> You know, we had the t-shirts, we had a bigger venue, we had like, the food was like on point, like, yo, Esther Cakes and Sweet catered us and homegirl went like all out, you know, um, I had like a few vendors, it was, it was nice, like, you know, when you're standing from the outside, you're just like, ooh, wagwan, like what's going on, you know, um, but Funny and strangely enough, this one that I did, as much as it looked good on the outside, me as the host was actually going through like an anxiety crisis or something was going on inside of me that I can't really explain to you guys right now. I was losing myself. 
I was losing control of of my I felt like I was losing control of my event. I felt like I was losing control of what was given to me to do. I felt very lost. But I had to put up this face, right? Because this is my event. This is the event for women. We got to keep going. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what we're taught. Fake it until you make it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know, I faked it. We did what we had to do. I was super tired at the end, but I had like a month after that, I had a month of like severe breakdowns. And I knew right then, right there, that I couldn't go back on that stage and invite women into that place anymore. And when I say into that place is into my environment, into my circle, because I'm if I'm out here inviting women to gather together and I myself am so broken, I myself am giving out out of an empty cup, then what's the point? What's the purpose? Is it just for the glam and the glory? Is it just for the praises? I didn't want to be that person. I didn't want to be praised because I know how to make things look good. I don't actually want to be praised for anything. So I decided to take a step back from this event that I created, um, this women's circle that now now I understand what it is, um, this women's circle that I created. And, you know, God, the creator, has a way of teaching us and helping us um, and guiding us, you know, through our hard times. So as I mentioned, after the event, I had a really, like, I, I was struggling with a lot of things and eventually got in touch with um, with this woman, this pastor, um, and she was my psychologist. And um, the church that she pastored, actually, they had these circles every single month. You know, so I started going there, I started going to these circles. And because I am just so, um, I, I, I'm an advocate, an advocate for, for these things, you know, for gathering women together, for sharing and for embracing each other, for loving on each other. Um, so I kept going, I kept going. And then in that, in the summer, I also met this other woman, um, her name, um, she's a spiritual counselor and she had a woman's circle, but there was more of a retreat. Um, basically my best friend, um, is the one that introduced me to her. So I went, I was a bit scared cause I've, I've never been into, um, this type of retreat. This type of women's circle. This is actually like real women's circle, like how they used to do it back in the days during like a full moon or new moon. I think it was a full moon. I don't remember if it was a full moon or new moon circle, but it was in one of those, one of those, one of those moons. <laughs> and guys, I tell you that those moments, that moment spending like that one night, two days with these women was the most revolutionary time ever. Like it changed me. It really changed me because in that place, in that moment, my spiritual gifts also started to like show up and I haven't experienced them in so long. And 
being there with different women from different places, I I was actually vulnerable. I was actually able to open up. As much as the other women's circle, I opened up a bit. I think this time around, because I've, I've, I've been to the first ones, this time around, it's like the open up was just like broken. <laughs> you know? I just shared and we cried. We cried and we did these rituals and these these release letters and we did all of these things that like literally rejuvenated me. And after that, after that woman's circle, you know, honestly, I've just been on this um, on this journey, on this journey, on this journey. And I call it my my second phase of healing. And the reason why I share this is because it was my training ground. I needed, like God needed to show me what he intended me, what my event, the, the event that I created, well, the women's circle that I had, that, the, that I had created was supposed to be through these two women's circles. And then after that, I started to join like a more, a global, when COVID happened, I also joined a global online women's circle. And I've just been, you know, I've just been in that flow ever since, in that flow, really learning, really being trained, I would say, you know what I mean? Like, and God is is my trainer <laughs> and directing me into how and what, um, you know, these these gatherings are supposed to, to look like, um, what my... Um, not necessarily my job because uh, it's not it's not my job like i'm not doing anything i'm not healing but the, my presence what my presence is supposed to do the fact that it's important that my cup is full so on this month of march you know celebrating um women i really want to encourage women out there to find a woman's circle to create one but one in sincerity of heart, not one just to do, not one just to be like, oh, um, I have a woman circle. You know, no, no. You create this thing for you and your girls if you have to, because it's a desire of yours. It's a desire to see you guys grow and expand. And women's circles is not a, a place of gossip. It's not where women gather to gossip, if some of y'all might think it's not. And if it becomes a place of gossip, then it, it's no longer a woman's circle and you might need to leave the place. Women's circles are supposed to be sacred. They are sacred moments. They are safe spaces. They are supposed to be a place where you are allowed to be vulnerable or not, but you come to release. And you come to understand that you are not the only one experiencing the things that you think that you're experiencing. And you come to realize that the next, the girl next door is actually not that bad. That the reason why this girl next door is acting a fool is because of the things and the traumas that she's experienced in her life. You know, I feel like these women's circles, what it does for us, it's like it, it allows us to see the human part of one another. 
because we live in such a world that we don't necessarily we we think I don't know like we're it's like we're out in these streets, especially as women. I'm speaking as women. We're out in these streets pretending like we got everything figured out. But when deep down inside, we are so broken and lost. But because we have this thing called makeup and we have this thing, this this notion of faking it till we make it, we just put on this facade. Because we hide behind these walls of, of, of this thing called church. I think it's it's a time where we break this silence and 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 we really continue to rise as women by gathering together by loving on each other. Because as much as we want to point our finger at the next person at the person next to us that might be a man or the person next to us that might be I'm I'm a black woman so I'm gonna say to my black sisters that might be a, a a Caucasian woman as an African woman we might be like oh the Caucasians are the ones um you know bringing us down but no we bring each other down ourselves ourselves. We're going to see a next sister. We're going to see a sister next to us rising. And then we're up there saying, oh, how she got there, how she do that, how this, how that, instead of celebrating the sister. So this is a time where we break that. This is a time when we start, we stop backstabbing each other. We're into a different era. We're into an era where they, they say that this feminine energy is rising. The divine feminine is taking her place. But the divine feminine cannot take her place if we're if if we're still hurting each other as women, where we're creating these these meetups, where we're creating um these events just for the glam and the glory. Women's circle has nothing to do with glam and glory, man, but it has everything to do with healing and togetherness. So if I could leave you with something and with this short story that made sense or may, might have made sense, might have not made sense. I don't know. I just felt like I needed to share this. <laughs> Let's rise as women, especially as African descent women or black, brown women, as some, some may say. Let us rise together. Let us uplift each other instead of breaking each other down. This is the time. This is the moment where we need each other so bad. Let's celebrate one another. Let's root for one another. Let's elevate one another. Let's praise one another. This is the moment, women. Because there will not be another moment. Today we sleep, tomorrow we don't know if we're going to wake up. So instead of going to bed with harboring your heart with a negative thoughts against one of your sisters, girl, go to bed celebrating your sister. Go. To, okay, some people don't like using the word sisters because they're like, you ain't my sister. Fine. <laughs> but mind you, we all come from one place. We're not going to get into that conversation, but that's all I'm saying. So, yo. This was your girl, I'm a success in the month of March, celebrating every single woman out there. And if you know me, I root for you, sister. And I will not lie. I had moments. I, I had moments where there were some women that I was very jealous of. I'm not going to lie that there was there were, there were some women that I didn't understand how they got to where they got to. And I saw myself working as hard as they did, but I wasn't rising. But I had to stop myself. I had to get to a place where I stopped myself and be like, no, sir. Everybody has its own lane. And I changed that. You know, I was having a conversation with some of my girls and we were saying that 
Black women, we've been taught so much. We've been compared so much through the years that it's like stuck in our DNA, but we need to change that. We need to transform and transmute that, 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 um, that DNA of, of comparison into a DNA of celebration where we celebrate each other each and every day. That when we see each other walking down the road, instead of rolling your eye at your sister, instead of looking for her from the top, from the top of her head to the soles of her feet, you smile and you say, hey, girl, you say, hey, mama, how you doing? Or just don't say anything, but just give her a smile. Let her know that you see her. Let her know that you value her. Because you don't know what she's going through. You don't, we don't know what anyone is going through out in these streets. So instead of us making up stories in our heads because we see posts here and this and social media and all of that stuff, let's just learn to celebrate each other. Okay. I'm out. I'm done. I love y'all. Let's celebrate womanhood. Let's celebrate the power that resides inside of us each and every day because we are stronger and greater together. Let us unify. And I tell you, let's make love a conversation with my girls. It's coming back in the next few years and it's going to be magical. That's a promise because the creator is in control of it all. One love, ladies. And yo, don't forget, I said follow, subscribe, share, do all of them things. All of them things. Let's keep Umami Conversation alive, y'all. One love. I'm out.